It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Let's find out. It is 2019 away from 11. Smithy a bit crook this morning, so it's Louie here, but I've uh, enlisted some expert help to wade through the sporting issues of today, the 11th of July. And I've got Ben Strang on the line. He has done plenty of commentary over the Black Caps in uh, the recent summer, and he's been a cricket fan his whole life, no doubt. And Ben, to Gary Stead's reappointment, another contract extension, what do you say? Uh, in some ways, I'm a little bit surprised by this. Like, I, I, I thought he might decide that now is a good time to to finish up. And um, you know, he, as as the release from New Zealand cricket mentions, he's probably going to go down as New Zealand's most successful head coach, um, just the way that they've played in the last few years. But obviously, he is keen to keep going for another two years until mid 2025. Uh, he must be excited by the challenge of, of what that brings over the next next cycle in the World Test Championship and, and a couple of major tournaments that he gets to take the team to. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit surprised and I'm going to be interested to see how he develops as a coach because he's going to have to develop. He has led New Zealand's probably greatest selection of players uh, through through an amazing period, but we're in that little transition where New Zealand cricket is... is possibly going to head in the other direction some players get into an age where they're no longer uh, getting better and and not a heck of a lot of talent coming through so he's just going to have to mold how he uh, you know moves this squad forward in the next couple of years and perhaps not with as much success well that would be the fear Ben I think you've nailed it and won there really that that by staying the same and keeping cohesion and keeping um, or listening to the internal people that you would care about, the players, the support, the support staff, and that sort of thing, that say that Gary is the man to do the job, that we don't get left behind and we don't miss out on any sort of progression, especially when you think about how other international bodies are going about their coaching structure with multiple coaches for different formats, is Gary Stead going to be able to adapt and innovate? Because that's the, the gripe the fans have, the, the punters, that they don't necessarily think that we're aggressive enough and we've been too, too um, steady over the last wee while as a team. So I think you've kind of nailed it. That's probably where he, he will have eyeballs and, and if there was a criticism of the reappointment, that's where it might be, I think. Yeah, too steady. Very clever. Um, uh, he, I mean, I think there's two main things here that are important. One, yes, they're not going to have different coaches for different formats. They rejected that idea, but they are open to this fourth coach model where they bring another person in and help in certain formats, whether that be, say, Stephen Fleming in 2020 cricket, uh, whether they bring Shane Bond in for another, you know, some more ideas on as a bowling coach and that sort of thing. So that is really positive and it adds some fresh voices to that coaching group during different tournaments and different parts of their cycle. That is a real positive and I think the players enjoy having those guys come in, particularly um, from what I understand when Stephen Fleming was involved, they, they loved having him about and, and, and learning from him and what he's done on the 2020 circuit. <clears throat> the other thing that I think 
is important here is how Gary Stead evolves, and, and I think that's really crucial because from my understanding, you know, New Zealand's last year wasn't amazing. There were, uh, for instance, that tour to England where New Zealand basically got pumped, and I think there was some displeasure by how that was dealt with by the coaching staff, some of the ways that he may have, you know, there were good performances and maybe some of the players weren't uh, praised for those performances and losing causes, let's say, sort of along those lines. I think um, the players will have a lot of uh, conversations with Gary, let's say, about how he approaches, you know, this, this transition. And if he is willing to learn and understand what the players are wanting, which I think he is, I think he will want to develop how he, his sort of man management, if you like, you know, I think he can continue to be successful and can continue to try to bring people into the environment and, and teach them what being a black cap is all about. For sure. Nobody's denying that Gary Stead, he had to go. Sorry, nobody's saying that Gary Stead had to go. We desperately needed a change. Not at all, because it's not like the Black Caps have fallen off a cliff. They've actually done quite a good job of readjusting across the formats. And who knows, we might be able to go to an ODI World Cup and overachieve yet again, and they will look like geniuses for of reappointing Gary Stead before the fact. I'm really curious about David White and when we learn about a new CEO. I don't know if you've heard anything along those lines because that was announced that David White was stepping down on the 10th of May. So uh, there is a big change in New Zealand cricket. So maybe some cohesion at a head coaching position isn't the worst thing staying the same during this change process. And you've had guys like Shane Jurgensen step away as well and uh, other senior members and, and a change of captaincy in the test cricket. So maybe there is a bit of merit in it. Um, just anything on David White? Have you, have you heard anything at all, Ben? No, I, I haven't heard anything, but it, but it does seem to be announcement season. So yes, you've seen Shane Jurgensen announce that he's leaving the the, the playing staff, uh, the coaching staff. He's heading to the Wellington Firebirds, which is uh, exciting for for that team. Uh, Gary Stead obviously staying on. I expect that we will see something about David White in the next couple of weeks because I I understand. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think back to when they mentioned that he was going, that they wanted somebody in place by the end of July. So I think we'll see something fairly soon. Yeah, you'd, you'd assume so. I, I agree with that. Hey, the Football Ferns got a much-needed win, as much for confidence as it was to, I guess, prove that they are on the right track. Now they've got all their players together on the field at the same time, and they looked quite, um, well, they looked great in, in periods, actually. So are you behind the Football Ferns, and are you, are you sensing that the country's ready to get in behind them, or is there a little bit of lukewarm? Is the water a bit tepid, do you feel? Yeah, so it's quite funny because there's stories about how there's been a lack of, of ticket sales and that sort of thing in New Zealand, which I find a bit strange. There's been 900,000 tickets sold in Australia for the World Cup. There's been 220,000 tickets sold in New Zealand. And if you look at that on a per capita basis, I'd say we've done pretty well compared to Australia in selling these tickets. At the same time, uh, we've seen just how successful, for instance, the Black Ferns were in selling out Eden Park and, and that sort of thing during the Women's uh, Rugby World Cup. I think, you know, it's still a, a week and a half away. I think people will get behind it. I think people will want to go and see the team. It helps when New Zealand go out and beat a, a team like Vietnam, a, a winning games, because it, it's hard to get behind a losing side, to be honest. At the same time, I watched that game last night. I... I to be honest, I wasn't overly impressed. I think Vietnam were pretty dreadful. Uh, I, I don't think they were very impressive. Uh, New Zealand had 27 shots to Vietnam's two. 
and could only score two goals. There was some extremely wasteful finishing. And these are the things that, that I'm looking at when we're going to play much tougher sides like Norway and like Switzerland. If they can't finish their chances, we're in for a, for a world of pain, I think. So, uh, yes, there's some positive signs. A win is a positive sign. But I'm, just, I'm not sure we should get carried away about how the football fans might do at the World Cup. Well, they might only get half a chance, and that's the thing. That's the difference in class, isn't it? And, and if you think back to when the, the All Whites had success in South Africa, they really only did get one to no chances a game, and, and they had to survive off that, and that's what you have to do. So I take your point totally, and there's no better segue in sport than, well, it's easier to get behind a winning side than it is the Warriors. Their, their performance against the Eels was quite scintillating. Now they've got to play the Sharks, who are a, a different proposition at the moment. They are deadly on attack, but I kind of get the feeling that our defence, the Warriors' defence that is, is equipped as well as anyone else in the competition to handle the Sharks. What have you seen from them, Ben? Yeah, I've said it a few times during the season that I think in in rugby league, there's, you know, yes, star players can open a game up and can potentially win you a game, but if you can set a structure, you know, uh, rugby league's pretty simple. If if on attack you can get 50 metres for every set, let's say, and on defence, you can restrict the other team to 40 metres. You're going to win a lot of games. And, and the Warriors on defence have been like that. They, you know, At times, they probably haven't even allowed 40 metres. They're really restricting the amount of movement that other teams can make. And it's making it very difficult for op- opposing sides to, to get any traction against the Warriors. I think that has been the key to their success. Uh, they've been very good defensively. They haven't been the Panthers defensively, who who are conceding like nothing. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be fascinating. The Sharks very good on attack. The Warriors good on defence. Uh, I, I think it's a heck of a battle. But I think the Warriors obviously right in the mix to be in the top four, which would be a fantastic feat. And, and Andrew Webster, uh, I mean, he, he just seems to... Um, his, his work as a head coach is just phenomenal. So I think um, that's, that's one of the best appointments the Warriors have made in a very, very long time. Oh, no, and it just puts Eagle over. Well, I know I can remember the conversation Kempe and me had when, when the, the uh, Andrew Webster announcement was made. It was like, who? And it was like, really? <laughs> but it's just, you know, you've got to put your hand up when you're wrong, and sometimes you have to take a leap of faith. So fair play to them. It's just it's wonderful. And they're sitting in six at the moment, alone on 24 points. And if they beat the Sharks, well, they'll be right up there, and they will, probably will be a top-four side as it stands. Ben, great to chat, mate. I appreciate your thoughts, especially around Gary Stead. It's a... Uh, it is it is the kind of re-signing and news season, isn't it? So for cricket in particular. So we'll watch carefully and see what happens with David White moving forward as well. Thanks, mate. No worries. Have a good one. There you go. Ben Strang. Uh, he's a fantastic journalist. Done a lot of work around news and, and politics as well. Currently at... Ooh, I think he's a Radio New Zealand, Ben. I should, should know that. Pretty sure he's at Radio New Zealand. Does a hell of a lot of good work, but follows the sport very, very closely as well. We'll wrap the hour up after this. Maybe look at some odds and, and have a little check-in of what's going on at the TAB.